welcome back to Lucy's Learning Corner. Today I have with me two very special co-hosts. Honey and Ayla. Now today we're going to be talking about Aldous Huxley's Brave New World and how conditioning that we see in the novel relates to the conditioning that we see in the modern world today. We're going to be talking about three talking points, one of them being conditioning that we see in social media and how it impacts young kids, the second being conditioning that we see in religion, and then the last one being conditioning that we see um, passed on from generation to generation, parent to child. So if any of that interests you, just keep on listening as we get right into it. Dun, dun, dun! Hey guys, Honey here, and today I will be interviewing Zoe Hale on how conditioning affects us in different ways and how conditioning is present in social media. I agree, that's a very good point. Do you think there is conditioning in social media? Um, I, I, I prob- there probably is conditioning in, in social media. I think there probably is. I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest bit because teens normally get their, not, not just teens, but people normally get their like, I- ideas and information from the internet. So there's probably conditioning in the, in social media. I agree. I also think there's conditioning in social media that affects our everyday life. Do you think conditioning in social media is bad or good, or both? I th- um, I think it. I think it could. I think it's both. I think it could lead. To, I think it could be ho- helpful and harmful at the same time. I mean, it really just depends on the thing that's being conditioned or talked about. I agree. I also believe conditioning can either be bad or good. It just kind of depends on what it is. Okay, guys, that was it for my interview. Keep on listening to hear Lucy's interview with Phoenix about conditioning and religion. Hey, everybody, it's Lucy here. So by this point, we understand what the concept of conditioning is. So now we're going to talk about conditioning and how it relates to religion. We see this type of conditioning in Brave New World, but it's different than what we experience in modern times. This is because in the novel, people were conditioned initially to believe in God, but then once the controllers realized that this could make people uncontrollable, they decided to break the conditioning and burn all the evidence that religion could possibly exist. So that's obviously pretty different from what we experience today, considering that religion is an extreme part of billions and billions of people's lives. But you know, why? Why if so many people find security and comfort in religion, and how can we even find proof that what so many people believe in is even real? Well, today I have with me Phoenix Holly to give some of his own personal insight on religion and how it's personally affected him. Hello. Hi, Phoenix. Hi. So I know that you've had a couple experiences with religion yourself, and based on the things that you have experience with, do you generally think that conditioning and religion go hand in hand? Well, I think that they do, especially in the beginning of life, as like when your parents, like when you're raised and they take you to church, if your parents were religious, they would like take you to church and you would go there yeah. or like every Sunday or for Easter and Christmas. But I think that does play a major role. But once you have the ability to think like and understand the entire concept of religion, mm-hmm. then you can kind of decide for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I actually, I totally understand where you're coming with that because I experienced the same thing. My dad was actually a Jesuit priest when I was, or before I was even born. And um, 
he found my mom and they decided to get married, which obviously you can't be a priest anymore. <laughs> so um, he left the church and once he left, he realized that there's really a lot of um, crazy things behind that curtain that isn't really revealed to a lot of the people that just go to church and don't know everything that goes on behind the scenes. So um, I was baptized when I was little and then as I was growing up, my parents would take me to church on Sundays, but as we got older, my parents realized, and I realized, that it wasn't something that we really aligned with. So we, we left the church, and now we don't really associate with any kind of religion. Now, is there any time in your life where you can experience or where you saw conditioning firsthand within religion or in the church? There was one story about this that I actually remember quite well, and it was when I was with my ex. And it was Halloween 2020, COVID was like almost ravaging the earth. Mm -hmm. um, and we had gone to this like Halloween party because our restrictions had said like, as long as you wear a mask everywhere, like indoors and outdoors, I do believe you can go to parties. Uh, like you can have up to 10 people together. Yeah, at the like same a time. small thing. Yeah. yeah. And I was, as soon as we got there, it was like a 15 minute drive there. But as soon as we got there, I like I had completely forgot a mask. I just didn't even think about it. And I was like, we got to turn around because I don't have a mask. And I didn't notice that neither my ex or her sister had a mask. And that really stuck out to me because it was, and then like after that they said, oh, it's okay, you don't need one. We're just really comfortable with each other. And I was ironically uncomfortable for the rest of the night after mm -hmm. that had been said. Because as soon as I walked into that Halloween party, there were about 20 or 30 people there in a like mediumly confined room and there were no masks in sight everybody like there was no social distancing everybody was really close wow. there were like there was a ping pong game going <coughs> on and everybody was like a ping pong game between two tables mm -hmm. and it was everybody was like panting really heavy but there were no masks and everybody was just breathing really heavily and getting all of those out there um and it was very scary for me because one of the people there actually had COVID, tested oh, wow. positive for COVID the day before. Um, and then everybody there had to quarantine. Wow, so why do you think, why does this relate to religion and conditioning for you? So how does it, how does them not wearing masks or a religious party make you feel? Or how does it relate to conditioning? Um, I think that mostly those people um sometimes they're the extremists sometimes they're not but that conditioning plays a role in like god will protect me i don't need to wear a mask or mm -hmm. my lord will protect me and i don't need to wear a mask yeah because as long as i am like in the spirit of the lord or i like am willing to sacrifice myself for the lord or god um he will protect me and yeah. i will be safe and they're that's kind of where it plays into the conditioning because they've been conditioned like to think that since they were really young. Yeah, so they've been conditioned to believe that as long as I follow the things that God has taught me, like through the Bible or through what I see in church on Sundays, then I'm protected, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's a crazy that's a crazy concept. Thanks for sharing. It was really mm -hmm. nice to have you here, Phoenix. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this part of the podcast on religion and conditioning. Keep listening to hear Ayla talk about conditioning that we see through generations next. See you next time. Bye.
Hey everyone, this is Ayla here, and today I will be interviewing Mr. Lindsay, our super epic, amazing, excellent, me not sometimes, geometry teacher. Our topic today is conditioning, so let's jump right in. Our first question today is, what are some examples of traditions you have done with your kids? We would, for Christmas, every year, take them up to Steamboat for a week, and then we tried to do at least three different summer vacations where we spent time together as families. The reason I ask this is because traditions are a form of conditioning because you are conditioned to continue traditions in your own family. My next question for you is, what are some strong roles you put on your children, for example, bedtimes or house When our kids were young, we had a lot of rules as far as when they would have to go to bed, um, specific times for homeworks, and we had specific times for dinner. So we actually, when they were young, we had a pretty stringent policies as to what needed to happen. When they got older, we decided that we were raising adults, not children. So we let them become adults and start making their own decisions. That's very interesting. One way my parents conditioned me in this way are making sure I get my homework done on time. And I'm conditioned to do this now in every aspect of my life, whether in school or in a job where deadlines need to be met. My third question for you is, do you personally believe parents condition their children? Yeah, I do, um, both positively and negatively. Sometimes you mean to, like you set in rules or you give rewards or punishments that set kids up for success, but sometimes subconsciously we do things that are negative and we condition our kids to be afraid or we condition our kids to be hesitant to do stuff when that really wasn't our intent. I agree because I think my personality and my beliefs are highly reliant on my parents. My last question for you is, do you feel like your parents condition who you are and if so? Yes, I think so. You kind of get into the nurture versus nature thing. Um, there is a lot of me who is just me, but my parents have a huge influence on who I am. Mostly, I would say, on kind of a work-life balance so that I know I, I work hard, I can play where I want, I've got relaxation, and family is super important. So the balance in my life I get from my parents. Otherwise, I would either work too hard or not. So, yeah, I know my parents played a huge role in my life. I agree because I think parents can condition their children in bad or good ways. Alrighty, Ayla out. Thank you for listening. Hey everybody, welcome back. With me I have... Honey. And Ayla. We're going to discuss a little bit about how what we talked about in our interviews uh, relates back to the conditioning that we see in Brave New World. So honey, why don't you talk to us a little bit about how what you talked about relates back to the novel. Okay, so first off I have a quote from the, from the novel. Here it goes. To alas, the child's mind is the suggestions, and the sum of the suggestions is the child's mind. And not the child's mind only, the adult's mind too, all his life long, the mind that judges and desires and decides, made up of these suggestions. But all these suggestions are our suggestions. Suggestions from the state. So I think this quote relates to conditioning and social media, because in the book, the state is the one that's putting all of these suggestions into the children's minds from a very young age, with, which then kind of determines how they behave in the future and how they make their decisions and basically just overall how they behave. So 
and yeah. yeah. So it relates back because it's conditioning like people to be a certain standard, right? Yeah, it's conditioning them, conditioning them to act in a certain role in the world, and they can't, and they don't have my, much decision on how to act other than what they're taught because yeah. of this conditioning. Yeah. And um, that kind of relates to my point. My point was on religion. I interviewed Phoenix. And the quote that I have is from John the Savage on page 235 of the novel. But all the same, insisted the Savage. It is natural to believe in God when you're alone, quite alone, in the night thinking about death. This relates back to what I talked about with Phoenix because it's talking about God and how... Um, it's natural to want to believe in something when you're alone and when you're scared. It's natural to want to look up to something to protect you and to make you feel safe. So you're conditioned to want to believe that something out there will protect you, something out there will keep you safe in times of fear, anxiety, or stress. Ayla, what did you talk about in your interview and how does it relate to Brave New World? I talked about how conditioning is seen from generation to generation and how parents condition their children in many different ways, whether it is good or bad. So my quote from the book is, why don't you take Soma when you have these dreadful ideas of yours? You forget all about them. Instead of feeling miserable, you'd be jolly. This relates to my interview because in Brave New World, Um, the conditioning is passed down from generations to generations. Some conditioning that had been passed down from generation to generation was the need to be happy through the jug Soma. Yeah, so really it relates back to what we talked about because the peers are kind of pressuring everyone to do this one thing, like how parents um, condition their kids to um, have good grades, to turn in their work on time, to do, like, everyone's conditioned. And in the novel, people are conditioned, instead of turning their stuff in on time, to take this drug to make them feel happy. So they relate because it's both conditioning from people around them to act a certain way, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, that's all we have for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in to Lucy's Learning Corner today. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. And thank you so much for our guests, Honey and Ayla, for joining us today. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Bye question is how do you think conditioning affects us um i think that conditioning affects us a lot in basically like everything we do like examples it's how we grow up it's how we perceive things